Hi guys, welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast. This is episode number 68, Lose the Weight. (laughs) I did not plan the rhyme like a big geek, but I hope you guys have been having a fabulous new year. Happy 2022 to everyone. Let's reset, clear out space, and lose the weight finally this year, maintaining a healthy mindset and to knowing that wellness is not just physical, it is actually mental and emotional and spiritual. I'm going to shift my sales this year from being the golden girl of wellness to being the golden spiritual girl of wellness. I want you all to know that you could never be well until you are real, devotionally, and spiritually advocating for a better you from the inside out. And that means the mind and the heart, then the body. I don't know why, but for all my years of writing at Men's Health, we used to always say, why don't we focus on mental health as much as we do physical? We all know these magazine covers. And now on Instagram and TikTok, everybody has this like blazing hot bod that they love showing off. But the bottom line is if you're not well on the inside, I mean, you could be an addict, you could be addicted to sex or porn or cigarettes or drugs or all of the above, codependent on others. I've been through it all. I totally get it. I've seen it all. And I don't have any judgment. But I am saying that we need to become much more clear on our idea of what healthy actually is, and wellness too. So spiritually divine, this year, we will practice a lot of internal. Breathe in and breathe out. Internal wellness mental health and getting you back on the right track. No bullshit, not asking you to buy anything and not getting paid to do any of this. I'm investing personally in you to be inspired by yourself because you're the only person that's going to get you to the other side. A lot of you gained weight during the pandemic and it's okay. It's all good. We felt scared. There was a fear. We aren't going back to our regular scheduled workouts Hours are limited, some studios closed, you have to wear masks, we are terrified of getting the new variants, and it is a sure thing that we needed to keep up our physical health to match our mental health. So today's topic will be focused on physical attributes, health, and then the mind-body connection to that, how we can easily do it in just a few steps, and how my cleanses are recommended by doctors and nutritionists before they were published in my books. So to preface where I'm coming from this, as a fit model for about two decades, it's not to be confused with a fitness model. A fit model is a live mannequin, which I did for 20 years for brands like Coach, Habitual, CK, that's Calvin Klein, not me, but CK, CK, and... um all kinds of swimwear, like Calvin Klein swimwear, uh, Becca, Roxy, Hurley. I even fit for all the skate brands like Element, Vans, um, and then like Supreme, Obey. I'm trying to think of all the outlets, Chip and Pepper, Habitual, American Rag, Seven. Um, I've had Nikki Hilton used to pin on my body directly along with Ann Cole. And um, I used to work with even like Jessica Simpson on her new line, Princey. I mean, this is how long ago I was a model for just the mannequin fit modeling. I also did lots of print modeling. 
And I've had to maintain the same physique for the last 20 years, not by choice, but really because it was part of my job. And now it still is. I'm here to help you. No judgment. I'm here to explain how I've got a simple philosophy on working out. I only do it for my mental health first. If I don't do it, I don't feel great. So I want you all to know to look deep inside of your heart and to say to yourself, I'm going to work out for my mental health this year and put your hand on your heart and breathe in and breathe out. Mental health should match your physical health and your spiritual health and wellness is also important. This year in 2022, for the entire year, I will give you free podcasts and information, downloads and newsletters on how you can better yourself through simple practices every day. If you open up my book, Clean Green Drinks, pages 20 and 21, there is a guide on clean green eating and exercise. Here's a week's worth of menus for you to try for breakfast and lunch, mix and match clean green juices and smoothies throughout the week. Cook up a clean meal for dinner. Drink 8 to 10 glasses of water daily. And for more recipes, you can always go to CandiceKumai.com. It says, yes, you can snack mindfully also. Here are a few of my favorite clean green treats to hold you over your first few weeks of this cleanse. A quarter cup of cashews or almonds, half an avocado with soy sauce and lemon, a banana, an apple with almond butter, or organic fruit and nut bars. These are all found in my books, Clean Green Eats and Clean Green Drinks. So on 20 and 21 in Clean Green Drinks, you're going to see a full seven-week cleanse, which is a full cleanse while eating, which was approved by a full nutritionist. And while I wrote this book, I was also at Shape and Men's Journal. So we had um, the same staff nutritionists and doctors approving these. In Clean Green Eats, which is known as my Bible to clean eating, if you open the book to 50 and 51, you'll see a two-week cleanse for you. So you'll see the Clean Green Cleanse week one and the Clean Green Cleanse week two. So I state, okay, friends, here it is, two weeks of clean green eating. Remember, there are no hard and fast rules here, no calorie restrictions, no hunger pangs. Think of this as simply a way to nourish your body with an abundance of clean eating, not to punish you with deprivation. Trust me, when you feed your body with nutrition it craves, it will really, truly love you back. And just because you're cleansing doesn't mean you can't still have fun. It's probably not a good idea to meet up for happy hour while you're cleansing, but you can still meet up for green juices, tea, yoga, or spin class together. Being a part of a social group can give you a sense of community and help you to feel more connected to others. Amen to that. Remember, find your spiritual congregation. Try this cleanse with a friend. I know that when I spend time with my girlfriends, I always feel better. Social activity is an instant pick-me-up that is healthy for your mind and your body, and it's also free. Some other tips while you're going on this cleanse that can really help you, which I love sharing, is remember that cleansing isn't about food that you're putting in your body. It's about an opportunity for a complete and total reset, mind, body, and soul. 
Here are a few ways, and I want you to write these down, that you can support your cleansing efforts and gain the maximum benefits. Reminding you right now to take a sip of your matcha while I do the same. Sorry, sometimes I record these early in the morning and I need that matcha moving. Number one, move because it is not a fast and you're not drastically restricting your caloric intake. You should have plenty of energy for exercise. I highly recommend getting your blood pumping and your body sweating daily while you cleanse. It helps to speed the removal of toxins from your body. It supports your weight loss efforts. And it plain just makes you feel damn good. Studies show that regular exercise alleviates depression, boosts brain and mental health, and keeps your immunity very strong. Even as little as 30 minutes of movement a day can do your hot body a damn good thing. You're already setting aside two weeks to take care of your precious body with Candace's cleanse. So why not do 30 minutes? It's truly nothing. Resting. This is something I really want you to do this year. While we're on the topic of counting minutes and hours, it's important to give your body a break while you cleanse. So get seven, eight, or nine hours of sleep a night. Lights out at a decent hour. Remember, I say this consistently always. Please start going to bed at 8 p.m. Please start going to bed at 8 p.m. Please start going to bed at 8 p.m. Lights out. No more TV shows late night in bed. I'm guilty of this over holiday. We all do it. And we watch our fucking crazy shows with like reality housewives and I don't know, whatever other trash we're watching. (laughs) But I feel like this is a good opportunity to go lights out. Read a book at 8 p.m. instead in bed, like Marianne Williamson's books. Or another one I started is uh, by Max Dupree called Leadership is an Art. A Course in Miracles, of course, is another great book. And um, Principles by Ray Dalio. And another book sitting on my desk is called uh, Lynchpin. Are You Indispensable by Seth Godin? Remember to rest. This one healthy habit is a pleasure to indulge in. And once you start getting more sleep on a regular basis, you soon find yourself craving an earlier bedtime every night. Relaxing. This is number three. Have you been reading all the buzz about meditation lately? Absolutely, yes. This is an ancient practice for clearing the mind that's been around for thousands of years. It seems to be finally getting what it's due. The benefits of regular meditation are many, including reduced stress and anxiety, a sharper mind, and an enhanced immune system. I'm not kidding around when I say there is research that shows that meditation actually really helps with anti-aging and anti-wrinkles. Look it up. While you're cleansing, make it a goal to meditate once a day. It can be as little as five or 10 minutes when you start out. Whenever you have time is fine. I love meditating in the mornings right after I wake up. I make a matcha, I go outside, I get my pillows and blankets, and I begin sitting in perfect stillness. You will have thoughts, that is completely fine. You will have to breathe deeply. Keep your eyes closed for as long as you can. And before you know it, sometimes it is 20 minutes or even 30 minutes later, which is amazing. 
find good energy with your palms down to stay grounded or up to receive good energy and simply breathe in and out deeply. There are so many resources that you can find. Insight Timer is a great one if you want to start meditating or look to Deepak Chopra's Meditations with Oprah. If a thought creeps in, don't worry. It is normal. Breathe in and out. Have clear mind, no drama, and a beautiful day. And once you start making this space for your mental health and wellness to match your physical, you will be able to enjoy enjoy much more mindful, happier, and creative days. So I don't know if you're also looking for that too, but as a creative myself, I produce, write, direct, and am talent as a model and a host in front of the camera. And I also do journalistic work, which means I have to do a lot of hardcore research and vet the information through journals or personal research or also interviews and studies abroad. And I can't do this kind of work unless I am my best self. So I'm actually giving you a lot of my secrets to how I do the job in front of the camera and back of the camera all over the world and have since 2007. I mean, this is tough shit. It's not easy. Nobody ever said losing weight or getting clean and clear was easy. I commend you for your efforts, for even pushing play on this podcast. And if you know somebody else who needs to lose a little weight or just needs to reset their whole life or wants to be less stuck in clearing space for 2022, please listen to the Wabi Sabi podcast and share it with a friend. The best gift you could give is this free podcast, which is me sharing all of these secrets that I do myself. The last thing I'm going to have you write down is to enjoy Just because you're cleansing doesn't mean you can't still have fun. Go out and find a friend, buy the book, Clean Green Eats and Clean Green Drinks and get moving. Make a choice to make a difference. You can get the book in one or two days on Amazon. Write a review, share it with a friend, do it together. Make an effort to complete the change. You can also look up my matcha cleanse at thematchashop.com. I have two great uh, downloads that you can get there. One is called Matcha Masterclass, where you learn all about the benefits of getting off of coffee and getting on to matcha. And then also the cleanse, which includes matcha, getting off of sugar and clearing your skin and improving your whole life. The best part about being a better person inside and out is you can actually do so much more with your time. You will see that the hours of 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. will become wildly beneficial, creative, special, and endearing, a gift to you versus debauchery between 8 p.m. to midnight. Some of you are even up till like 2 in the morning. Why? 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 (laughs) If you have a really good answer, like you work at a strip club or you like gambling or your job is overnight shifts. Okay, cool. I get it. (laughs) I was a host at HSN when I was 25, Home Shopping Network in Tampa, and we had to do overnights. I think I went into work at 6 p.m. and sold shit for like, from like, I don't know. If I went in at 6, I usually would go on air by like 8 And then, yeah, I would sell stuff from like eight to midnight. And then I would go home and eat ravioli and go to bed at like, I remember going to bed in the morning. It was so weird, like being a vampire. Not for me. 
but you're going to have to tell me that you need a really good excuse why you were up so late. So there are a few other amazing things that we can do together to lose the weight. Number one is to have an accountability friend. Grab a friend or a loved one and ask them if they will hold you accountable for workouts five days a week to start. Working out and changing the foods that you eat, cooking for yourself, incorporating in smoothies and juices every day, or just smoothies is the greatest investment you can make. You can also make sure that you follow and subscribe this pod, to this podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen. So every time I put out a new podcast for the month of January 2022, you are fucking on it. You get the information first and you are motivated to get this shit and weight off of your body. You are slowing yourself down and doing yourself a disservice if you've gained weight. Don't feel bad. Just do the damn work and take it off because you know you can and you have got this. A few friends that you could follow for workouts that I love. Charlie Atkins is really cool. I love my friend Natalie Euling. Catherine Budig does great yoga. And if you're interested in Peloton at all, I love my girlfriends, Rebecca Kennedy, uh, Kristen McGee, and also Robin and Allie. These are my four girlfriends from New York that are all at Peloton and God bless them. They have done such a good job of keeping you motivated and healthy. They're all at Peloton. You can check them out anytime. Also, don't forget to have your accountability friend see if she can take calls or texts with you and you just text them every time you're going into your workout and every time you're going out. Personally, I like to do Tracy Anderson, Pure Bar, or Bar Method. Those are the three workouts I'm like ride or die about. They keep your butt lifted, your abs tight, your arms toned, your legs look long and lean. And because of that fit modeling career of mine for 20 years, I was paid to have the same mannequin physique for 20 years, and I did it. I still have the body, give or take, right now, and it's gotten me even more work, which is absurd, but it is true. A side effect of being healthy and happy spiritually and emotionally, mentally well on the inside, means that you will physically have a nice ass, great abs, toned arms, a lifted seat, long, beautiful legs, where you can actually see muscle tone of a dancer's body. So I highly recommend that you start putting in the work to work out. No ifs, ands, or buts. Find an accountability partner and stick to it. An accountability partner is one of my favorites because you can lose the weight together and there's nothing better than chatting with a friend about getting back in shape or just releasing endorphins together and feeling really good. I think it's awesome to lift each other up during this time and to be supportive, friendly, kind, and loving, especially because it's hard to lose weight. And when you do it together, your whole life can really start to improve. There are notes on this accountability partner section that I would like to dive into that are a little bit more difficult and you're not going to see them typically written in one of the magazines or articles that I used to write because we were never really that deep when it came to these kinds of magazines. I will tell you that letting go of people that are really unhealthy for you, like people who drink, smoke, do tons of drugs, 
no judgment. I mean, I've, I, I'm a wild one. I've done it all. I've seen it all, but I do know that I feel a lot better now that I've sort of cleaned up and found my spiritual calling and my friends. And I find that, you know, going out surfing or swimming or skating or cooking or having a friend over, you know, for smoothie time or just like face masks and Bravo, like we find different ways to have fun now and we don't need to go out and drink. So I would really recommend hanging with positive, supportive, like-minded friends and to stop being friends with unhealthy people. There are people out there who drink way too much or go out super late or go super hard. That's fine. Do whatever you want. No judgment. But in order to stay healthy and to have abs for the next 40 years of your life, you're not (laughs) really going to be able to do it if you're engaging in debauchery. And it's all cool. I wish I could be more wild all the time, but I don't feel good when I do debaucherous things. Sure, in the moment, it feels amazing. But that's like the quickest high and then the longest low. And I don't really want to subject myself to that kind of behavior anymore because it's like in mathematical equation, if your lows are super low and they last a really long time, it's not worth getting high just for a moment. Life is too good when you're more sober and clean and you work out and you drink the water and you take the greens and you got the probiotics and you eat healthy and you're cooking every meal. You feel so good that you don't really need to get high. And that is the truth. So I would explore letting go of the unhealthy people who are just not good for you anymore. It's okay to let go too. I used to say in one of my books that being hungover is probably the least sexy thing that you can do. (laughs) Of course, it's fun and it's funny. The greatest cure for a hangover is a breakfast burrito from San Diego, where I grew up. (laughs) Roberto's all the way or Philly Roberto's. I mean, there's so many good Mexican restaurants and their breakfast burritos are the best. But As my mother says, you know, life cannot be perfect forever. At some point, you're going to have to be a real responsible for your action and be healthy in 2020. Candice, I'm getting old. I'm like, no, mom, you actually look like you're 58. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, I look good. (laughs) My whole life, I had a great example of a sensei in my house. I still have, have them, luckily. My parents live in San Diego, really healthy place. My dad goes cycling about 10 miles every day, committed. He has a spiritual congregation. He goes to, uh, oh, stupid building, sorry. He goes to his spiritual congregation, which is church. And then he practices, um, you know, clean and healthy eating because my mom cooks that way. And my mom is the same. She does gardening every week. Her spiritual congregation is her Buddhist practices. And then she also makes sure to go out and garden every day. And the way that she connects with others is really through her teaching through Japanese school and at the temple and at the local high school. And then my dad goes to the food bank and has another spiritual congregation with the people there who he helps and volunteers. So as you can see, these patterns are really systematic. And when you are a good parent, they rub off on your kids. My sister runs her own cycling shop in London, the London Bike Kitchen. 
where she also helps others volunteers and has her own congregation within her bike community. So I'm doing that here with you, the Wabi Sabi podcast. Let us, let us be your spiritual congregation. If, if that is it, I suppose that this is it. Um, and then we also follow a lot of healthy rules together where we focus on uplifting each other. And I hate talking about negative stuff, but I also really feel like it is impossible for me to tell you to live a perfectly imperfect life without telling you the pros and the cons and the options. Like it is, it's rough. I mean, there's a, there's a lot going on. I know all of you were super overwhelmed this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. There is a lot going on, but stay consistent. And when you figure out your posse and those around you who keep you going, that's the best gift that you could give yourself. It's almost like a relief. You're not in this alone. I will say that. Okay. So after my working out number four or during my workout, I always pack a lot of water and or greens powder or vitamin C powder. Um, there are a lot of really great brands out there you can find ones that work really well for you. I particularly love having a greens powder or vitamin C powder at my workout and water. I drink at least one, two, three, four, four cups for my workout. And I make sure to drink four cups after or before during. So it's like roughly 10 cups a day that you should be having. When you get home, you should shower, relax, You should make yourself a smoothie with very little sugar, only half a banana max, and you should make sure to add spinach and berries, unsweetened almond milk, a little bit of protein powder, some probiotics, and make sure that you rehydrate your body with nutrients. The other thing that I know that really helps is to make sure that you cook for yourself, like you don't go and work out and then blow it by going to eat out directly afterwards. It's really frustrating because I get how easy it is for Uber Eats, DoorDash, Postmates. Like I get it, but we can do better. I do also think that buying prepackaged meals all the time is like not the key to weight loss either. What are you going to do? Be like 65 with two kids and be buying packaged meals? Like no judgment, but just saying cooking a meal for them not only nourishes them, but it shows them a good example of how you can nourish yourself and take control of your own life. I mean, my mom could not cook every day because she was a working school teacher, but she did cook at least five days out of the week, out of the seven days. And I think that's why my sister and I have a pretty damn good head on our shoulders. We're still wild enough, but we know how to rein it in. (laughs) I think that's the balance that we all need. Yeah, I mean, prepackaged is cool, but think about cooking, you guys. After your workout, greens powder or smoothie or during, hydrate and then get some snacks in there that are healthy and full of protein, nuts, seeds. Um, And then when you are ready for your meal, whether it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner, I love anything with like lean salmon, mackerel, a lean protein, a lean fish that's full of omega-3 fatty acids, which are really good for your brain health. And I love incorporating dark leafy greens. So whether it's seared or sauteed kale or a side of 
um, you know, a salad that's like full of spinach, kale, arugula, mizuna, wild grains, just load up on them. I have a million salad recipes on my website, canniskumai.com, and also in all of my books. Used to be the salad queen, still am, but I mean, I'm focused on so many other aspects of wellness now. I can't possibly focus on salad for the rest of my life, but go in and, and eat a salad. You know, it's not a big deal. Throw some grilled salmon on it. If you like chicken, great. If you still cook on a George Foreman grill, awesome. I mean, whatever you can do to get the lean protein in, cook for yourself. Number six, a lot of people like to complain to me about their schedule and how they don't have time, they don't possibly have time to work out. And the answer is you absolutely do. You have to schedule it in. Whether you're a working mom or a dad, or you run your own business, or you're just a single girl trying to make it, or or guy, and you're really packed with your work schedule, the main point is the reason why I go to Pure Bar or Bar Method is because I can sign up for a class, I know who's going to be there, and I I don't always want to be social either. So the masks are actually really good right now where you, you can virtually work out and just bail. Um, but I don't think anybody should be social right now, to be honest. I think it's a little bit too scary and risky. But um, wear your mask, be safe when you're working out and make sure that you use and utilize the schedules that are given to you. Find the discounts at your local workout classes. A lot of them offer first time specials, new client specials. Ask them if they have anything that they can offer you. Right now is the time that they are offering those. So use their schedule, use their uh, online system. I always sign up. They say the moment you sign up, you feel better and you feel relieved. And I actually really agree with that. And I just really love working out with a group. The bar method and pure bar have been my favorite um, choice because I've done the practice for over a decade and it is proven that it works. I may not be as thin as I was probably in my 20s, but I think that's a good thing. Having a nice butt and curves is really, that truly is what men and women like. So I just think it's good for maintenance and it feels good. And I go, like I said, for my mental health and for endorphins. So sign up, look for the specials, put it into your calendar and schedule it. And when you're done, cross it off or check it off or tell yourself, good job, Candace. Say that you did a great job at the end of your workout, just so you know. Tell your accountability partner that you went. Or if you need to, just put it in your schedule, like type it into your Google schedule, your calendar, and make sure you commit to it. I really, really want you to try to do that this year and make it into a 21-day habit so that you go and work out for 21 days straight and you start making this practice habitual. If you follow me, every Tuesday we'll drop a podcast. So write that down. Subscribe now on iTunes and on Spotify. Subscribe. Write a five-star review. I read them all. They're so juicy. Every Thursday in January, I'll be doing a Sprouts cooking demo for all of you so I can show you how to make something new every Thursday. I'll put the link up in my Instagram or in my newsletter. And then... I will hope that you will read one of my last three books, Clean Green Drinks, Clean Green Eats, or Kintsugi Wellness, because the three of them focus on three different parts of wellness that work 
truly well if you look at the overall pie chart, say, for a good balance in wellness. There's drinks and smoothies and juices. Then there's the clean eating and the guidebook that helps your whole life. And then there's the spirituality and wellness aspect of Japanese American wellness from the mental health aspect. So those are three big areas of your life. It's what you're drinking. It's what you're eating. It's what you're thinking. It's what your spiritual practice is. And those combined really make up for true wellness. I think we do have to take a deep look into what we have been putting out there recently into the world of wellness, whether it's bikini bodies or it's like everyone over exposing their body parts on the internet. I I find it to be interesting, maybe going down the wrong path because your grandma did not give a shit about charcoal lemonade, asses, boobs, butts. She probably like gardened, cooked and worked on the farm. One of my grandmas did that. And the other one raised four daughters through World War II, a hundred miles away from Nagasaki while the bomb dropped. So just have a think about what grandma did. My other grandma worked on a farm and raised four kids during the war, also in Poland, the other side where bad stuff was going on. She did it on her own. My dad always sends me this list of what my grandma Helena used to do in Poland And it's so overwhelming that I'm like, oh my God, we think we have it bad. We do not have it bad. We, we truly have it so easy. So if you have to schedule in your cute little Google calendar to do your workout, put it in, look for the specials and go, just go. Don't make any more excuses. Just put it in there. Okay. We're coming up on the end here. Number seven cooking your own meals. I mean, this is the number one way to lose weight. I like to say that uh, your greatest resource to losing weight, number one and done, is cooking. So start looking for your farmer's market or your natural food store. Maybe it's your Japanese market so you can be inspired and start purchasing real food that makes a real big difference. I'm so excited to do more cooking demos with you this month. And I want to know if you want me to do more because it is always my first and one true love cooking. I mean, it's what got me started. Please cook all of your meals as much as you possibly can because eating out is cool and drinking your calories, you know, at the bar is great, but Right now is not really a time to be social. It's a time to go inward, to find your inner focus, to figure out why you're overeating and drinking, and to say to yourself, I'd like to lose weight now. You could say it again with me. I'd like to lose weight now. One more time. I'd like to lose weight now. And just put it out there. Make the commitment Try not to go over a certain amount of weight because when you do, it is so hard to turn back the clock. Keep cardio in there. Go for a walk, a bike ride. I don't care if you do what my mom does, which is garden for like two hours a day, or if you do what my sister and dad do, which is cycle for, you know, 10 miles a day, but just do something where you move your ass. I walk to class and then I take a bar class for 15 minutes at Pure Bar. 
and then I walk back and I I'm going to try to make a point to look at the ocean and see where I would like my life to go. So maybe take a moment every day when you're making your commitment and and say to yourself, like, I'm really proud of you for going to this class. Maybe it's berries. Maybe it's a local yoga class or Pilates class that you love. Or maybe you just do at-home workouts. Don't think that you have to spend a lot of money to be fit. You need a couple of weights. It could be leg weights and arm weights. And you need some bands. They're free. My friend Charlie Atkins does a really cool program with bands. And just get moving. Do squats, lifts, deadlifts, push-ups, sit-ups, and then do, you know, run around the block. You can start at one and a half miles and then work your way up to three and then five and then just keep the conditioning going. I know how hard this is, you guys. This is not easy. In fact, this wasn't even a topic I wanted to talk about, but because it's January 1, it is time to be honest and say, you need to lose the weight now. I'm here for you, rooting for you. I'm always going to be real. Fuck fake people, dude. I can't anymore. I'm like, dude, enough. P.S. If you're not a scientist, shut up. (laughs) Even in science is a little bit gray, but it's like too much information. Keep it simple. Follow the people that make it positive, supportive, kind, and loving. I am not perfect. I've probably been a shitty person a million times, but I'm really trying to rectify (laughs) the world in so many different ways through wellness. And I think we need more people to find their spiritual calling and to go out and practice. A way I know you can do that is when you're healthy and well, when you're fit mentally and physically, emotionally and spiritually. Find the seeds, plant them. This year, I'm going to plant a seed in spirituality and back into wellness So I can help all of you get better this year. This is no joke. I don't want you guys going down the wrong path. There's enough crazy out there. There's enough trolls and there are enough cuckoos. I think it's best for us to stick together, cleanse and eat better, find Candace Kumai's books, take action with her cleanses. They are doctor and nutritionist approved. They will help you to reset. Clean Green Eats and Clean Green Drinks are available on my website, CandiceKumai.com, and on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and IndieBound Books. Work out. I left a lot of my favorite recommendations on this podcast. Number three, get an accountability partner. Stop hanging out with unhealthy people. Number four, Get greens powder so you can always get your greens in no matter where you go. Athletic greens are great. Love them. Anything that's low sugar. Hang with positive like-minded friends. Oh, wait, sorry. That was number three. (laughs) Number four. Also, remember to get fuel from a smoothie after your workout. Fruits or veggies. And don't overeat. Just eat enough. And say, Harahachibu. I'm 80% full. I'm good. Don't overeat. Try to control it. Hara Hachibu. It's in my book. 
Kintsugi Wellness if you would like to read about it. Number five, stop following fads. They don't work. Stop following non-credible sources. If I skip that one, I apologize. I didn't want to go into negativity today, but just stop following fads, please, please. Keto, paleo, dumb, dumb. The only one that's cool is vegan can be cool, but like, don't put your belief system on other people. How about do what works best for you? Stop judging other people. Keto and paleo, dumb. (laughs) So dumb. Any kind of fucking stupid trend is dumb. So dumb. Okay, so sorry, I'm Japanese and Polish and American. I just like can't anymore. I've written for too too many magazines and books and articles. And it's like, when are people going to wake up and realize these don't work? They don't work. Okay. As my mom would say, you know, American kind of a crazy with the diet. Keto? Keto? Oh, yeah. How about the keto? They have a uh, Costco chocolate with the keto. I'm like, Mom, you don't even know what that is. And she goes, well, yeah, I know it. Maybe like a little sugar is good. Me and your father enjoy it. So (laughs) she's just buying the keto chocolate because it's low in sugar. And that's fine. But don't go crazy with these crazy neurotic diets that don't work and fads and trends. Number six, schedule it in, cross it off each day. Schedule in your workout, cross it off when you're done. Put it in your calendar or your journal. Cross it off and tell yourself, good job, great work after you do it. Self-affirm, I am doing my best. I did my workout. I'm proud of myself. Self-affirm. Number seven, and last but not least, cook all of your meals to lose the weight. Cooking is always going to be your greatest resource to reclaim your health and basically tell everybody else to fuck off. So do it. Stop talking about it and start making things happen. Remember, I've got two guidebooks for you. Three, technically, already. They're listed in the notes in this podcast if you need them. Follow our newsletter. I'll see you on Thursdays uh, with Sprouts. We'll figure out where the link is on my newsletter or my Instagram and follow us on TikTok. And don't be a jerk. Make sure that you write a five-star review because I'm watching you. Have a wonderful holiday week, you guys. It's not really the holiday anymore, but I'm celebrating because you are healthy and fabulous. I'm going to close today with a few questions that were from my team um, because they don't often get their own questions answered. What are some of your goals for 2022? This is from Aaron on my team. Okay. Wow. One was to be a little bit more concise about the work I do because I have so many projects going on. So I'm going to start funneling shit down. (laughs) Number two is um, I'm going to dedicate more time to you on this podcast, but we really need your support back. So that's sharing it on social with your friends and making sure that you subscribe and listen to every episode you possibly can. And last but not least, I have a lot of self-improvement to do. I have a lot of resentment and anger issues that built up over the last four years. And I think I need to figure out with working out and writing 
maybe there's another way that I can get better. Um, I'm working on it. You'll see me on Maria Menudos's podcast, Better Together, soon. I mentioned that, but you'll hear me openly speak about my resentment on that show. But I need to figure out other ways to let go. So if you have an idea, just comment on my Instagram and let me know. (laughs) All right. More questions from my team. What are ways to stay motivated when you feel absolutely rotten and you want to give up? I always think about all of you ladies, especially that follow me and how I have to set a prime example and be graceful and full of humility uh, because I feel like there aren't a lot of people like myself left that are public figures and very real. I have my mask off most of the time, especially on this podcast, which is why it's so freeing. Um, And I'll continue to do so for you. Don't lose hope when you're unmotivated. Think of the people that keep you going. My mom, my partner, my sister, my dad, my best friends. Let them be your guiding light and don't let them down. Another question, why does doing the right thing for ourselves sometimes rather than most feel like shit, like setting boundaries or saying no? You know what? I think we have to just shift our mindset and saying that saying no isn't always bad. I mean, I ordered five different kinds of frozen yogurt yesterday just because I felt like it. And then I felt horrible this morning. So we need to remember that sometimes the right thing means no. <laughs> like no to the yogurt, Candace. So horrible. <laughs> but I do, I seriously do order like five different kinds at a time. Peanut butter, tart, chocolate, <laughs> vanilla. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just, I, I say a lot of times, fuck it. I don't care. I'm going to, I'm going to like eat uh, and taste each one and, and like enjoy it. Um, and then I just feel awful the next day. So don't, don't do it if it's not, like unnecessary and shift your mindset. Like the boundaries are not always bad. I enjoy setting boundaries because they free up so much time and space for me. So Sometimes doing the right thing just means learning how to change your perspective on things rather than saying that uh, what you're doing is bad or restrictive. You know, like not drinking as much is such a bonus because you're not drinking your calories or sugar anymore. And you can easily still like, you know, have a glass of champagne or a shot of tequila here or there or sip on a whiskey, but just do it way less often. Try limiting your drinking to like one day a week and you'll feel a thousand times better. Eventually that will taper off to like once a month and eventually it'll taper off to less than that. It's all within your control and your wheelhouse. So believe it, you have more control over your weight loss than anybody else. So look at your triggers, see why you're overeating or over drinking learn to make the change. A lot of times, you know what's best for you, but you got to shift your mindset, follow the right people, listen to the most credible and encouraging ones, and stop following shitty people on social. All right, you guys have a fabulous week. Cece just creeped in. Cece? 
little one. 20 this year. People want to know how she slipped so long. Really amazing, adoring love from me to her. And that's it. <laughs> love you guys. Have an amazing week. I take good care of the people and the pets around me. Have a fabulous one. Love you. And I'll see you guys again next Tuesday. Oh,